This is IGN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. A paper champion. This is your IGN review of AEW Fight Forever by Jarrett Green. In the 1980s, 16-time world champion Ric Flair popularized the expression, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. In professional wrestling games, the man has been the WWE 2K franchise, existing completely unchallenged for the better part of a decade. Newcomer AEW Fight Forever's challenge does not change the balance of power, but its audacity to try by leaning into arcadey design ideas from yesteryear and embracing a pick-up-and-play philosophy should be praised. It's the noticeable lack of genre-standard features, an underwhelming single-player campaign, and a smattering of mechanical bugaboos that take the legs out from under it. This fighter isn't ready for the main event just yet. In the style department, Fight Forever comes out swinging with cartoony character models and energetic animations. Most of the 52 available competitors have well-rendered caricatures, but even the ones that seem off get the benefit of not needing to be realistic to get the appropriate vibe across. When they get busy in the ring, there's an almost Def Jam Vendetta-like exaggerated explosiveness to every bump, kick and punch that ramps up the over-the-top nature of the aerials and acrobatics of wrestling, the way that comic books do for superhero violence. Outside of the lively animations, there's a small number of occasions where some moves can actually affect the way you play in cool ways I haven't seen before in a game like this. For example, Grumpy Dutch goth kickboxer Malachi Black can spray black mist into opponents' eyes when he gets desperate. If you're on the receiving end, your controls will scramble for a brief few moments. I wish the style outside of the ring was as evocative. Most menus are clean, but not at all interesting. The music, some of which is performed by AEW wrestlers like Swerve Strickland and Max Caster, has a lot of energy, but it's still pretty forgettable, and the very few voiceovers in Fight Forever are hit and miss, with the introduction to the big single-player campaign, Road to Elite, being a hit, and everything else being misses. Legendary wrestling announcer Jim Ross's delivery is so especially bad that if I didn't know better and you told me he was one of the most recognized and beloved voices in wrestling history, I'd assumed you'd been hit in the head with a steel chair too many times. If you're like me and like tooling around with the creative tools in wrestling games, you might find the creator, wrestler, and arena modes to be a bit bare bones. There's a jarring lack of facial diversity and it's very slim pickings in the cosmetics department. I've come to like Fight Forever's in-ring action, but it's far from my favorite wrestling game. Quick movement and smooth animations gives the action a uniquely frantic energy. The nuts and bolts of combat are simple in theory and will resonate with anyone who's played a wrestling game in the past, 
the punch, kick, and grapple buttons all do different moves when paired with directional tilts from the movement stick and vary between weak and strong depending on if you tap or hold them, so there's certainly no shortage of options. As its big signature single-player mode, Road to Elite is an earnest yet disappointing attempt at reviving the old-school season modes reminiscent of the PS2 era of WWE wrestling games. After selecting a character, either from the roster of AEW talent or one of your own creation, you speed run a year in the life of an AEW wrestler. You'll play through four months, each divided into weekly matches culminating in a big monthly pay-per-view event. I actually liked its brevity. I could do an entire run in only a couple of hours, which is vital for a mode that stresses replayability. Unrealized potential feels like the story of AEW Fight Forever as a whole. So much of it feels like a very good start, going full gear with bouncy animations, the quick pace of the action, and fun and effective character design. But almost all of its good ideas are hampered by bugs and opaque or outright useless systems. Its big single-player mode is poorly written, and though it's a relative breeze to complete and full of branching options, it's all out of good ways to point you to them. There's a strong foundation to bet double or nothing on in a sequel down the road, and I think there's still fun to be had here with like-minded friends who are content with casually beating each other up, but this is no wrestling game revolution. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on AEW Fight Forever, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.